The word says we're called to make disciples. We're growing in the word of God. Jesus Christ was sent to be our saviour. This is the Bromley Town Church Podcast. We pray God speaks to you through this message, blessing you as you live out God's word. Stream or download other sermon podcasts via the Bromley Town Church website or by using the SoundCloud app. Head over to BromleyTownChurch.com. Hallelujah! It is good to see you in God's house this morning. A very Merry Christmas to you. I hope that things have been going well for all of you so far. Now, I actually haven't... No, I have opened a present this morning. I have opened a present, but I have bought a couple of presents with me, which uh, I'm going to open in a moment with some help, I've no doubt. I hope everything's gone smoothly in every household. Those of you that have forgotten to switch the oven on, don't worry, there's still plenty of time. It's just that you'll be eating later than you expected. And, you know, the title of my message this morning is this. Um, That's not quite what I expected. That's not quite what I expected. And you know, Christmas, especially Christmas Day, at Christmas, things don't always turn out quite the way that we expected. And that's not a negative thing necessarily, because I know it's going to be very positive, but things don't always turn out quite the way that we expect. And I've got these two gifts, which are very beautifully wrapped. And actually, I have to say to you, I did some of the wrapping, Helen did the decoration, okay? So that's probably what you're thinking is the good part. But I need a couple of people to come and help me to unwrap these. So it's the first people who are down here. The first who are down here. Oh my goodness! Now, that's what I like to see. Thank you, Paul. Unfortunately, I've got no spare gifts to give to you. But we just celebrate Jesus' birthday with you. Um, Excellent. Well done, guys. Now, I don't know what you think these gifts are. It could be a book. It looks like a book, says my trained servants in the front row. It looks like a book. You're a studious fellow. I think you should have that gift. So please open it. And notice that the sellotape was put on very well. Keep going. Keep going. You keep opening. You keep opening. All the way. People at the back are wondering what's going on. Oh, my gosh. Your gosh. Yes, what is it? It is. That's not quite what he expected. I need the calcium, though, so I can go. No, no, you, you stay here. You stay here. The calcium will do you good. Now, please, that also looks like a book to me. It could be a book. It could be a book. Something studious for me. But it's not. Things, things aren't always quite what you expect. Now, there's two of those bars of chocolate in there, aren't there? That's one for you and one for my grateful fellow here. Do you want the cheese? Oh, yeah, I'll take the cheese You take the cheese as well. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Thank you. You can take the wrapping as well, actually. uh, Now, listen, you see, that's what I was saying. At Christmas, not just at Christmas, but things don't always turn out quite what we expected. Sometimes that's not so good, as in, like, the hope was there for a a lovely novel, and it turned out to be slices of cheese. Um, 
Or, of course, bars of chocolate. Things are not quite what you expect. It wasn't thought to be a book, but there you go. It was something slightly better than that. And as I say, things aren't always turning out exactly the way that we thought. And on the first Christmas, this Christmas that we read about in the Bible, I want to look back at that story just to see what's been going on. So I want to start by going a little bit further back than, as it were, Christmas Day. And let's go back to when the birth of Jesus was foretold. There's three points. So the first point is the birth foretold. We meet a young girl called Mary, and she's living in the village of Nazareth. She's just going about her everyday life when suddenly an angel appeared. Well, I guess we might say that her day didn't turn out quite the way she had expected. Let's read about what happened. So this is in Luke 2, Verses 26 to 35. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, But how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. Now that's what Mary was told. And I I don't blame her for inquiring of the angel, "Uh, Excuse me, I'm going to have a baby. How can this be? She'd never slept with anybody. And of course, the angel Gabriel explained to her that it's God who is going to give her this baby. But you know, after that encounter, I I thought, well, Mary must have been thinking, this whole thing, this, this certainly wasn't what I was expecting today. There she was just going about her everyday business, and this had occurred. But then afterwards, I think she must have been pondering on what the angel had said. Because if you notice, the angel said, the Lord will give him, that is to this baby that she was going to give birth to, the Lord will give to him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. Now, the David that the angel was referring to was one of Israel's most famous kings, King David. And so you can imagine that Mary might well have been excitedly wondering exactly what the future was going to hold. I mean, was she going to find herself eventually living in a palace? Look, if this baby was going to reign over Israel, then surely a palace would be the type of place that this baby was going to live in. A posh place. That was the baby foretold. Point to the arrival of the baby. Well, here we are just over nine months later. And let's read what's going on now. Luke 2, verses 1 to 7. At that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken while Quirinius... That's a bit difficult. Quirinius was governor of Syria. 
all returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. So I have to ask you, was this what Mary was expecting? To have to put her newborn baby to sleep in an animal's feeding trough? All because there was nowhere else for her to stay? I mean, having to go and get registered with Joseph was a real trial for them anyway, because she was so heavily pregnant. And now suddenly, in the midst of this journey, the baby arrives. And the hopes of luxury accommodation, well, they were nowhere to be found. In fact, they were non-existent. I don't think Mary's hopes for her special son were realized at all at this stage. To have to put her newborn baby son to sleep in an animal's feeding trough, I don't think that was quite what she was expecting. Things don't always turn out quite the way that we might expect. Well, just while Mary and Joseph are trying to get over the shock of the fact that baby Jesus was now here and that all of the accommodation challenges that had gone with that, suddenly there's a knock on the door, or well, almost, uh, some visitors have arrived. And we come to my third point, visitors arrive. Oh, who's this? You can imagine the cry goes out. Suddenly, a bunch of shepherds start coming into the place where Mary and Joseph are. And it's not even as if these shepherds have any particular connection with Mary and Joseph. This is not family or friends. This is literally just the local shepherds that are turning up. But, well, okay, never mind. They all seem to be pretty excited. So in come the shepherds. Perhaps Mary thought, as Jesus was God's son because that's what the angel Gabriel had told her, then perhaps she was expecting angels to come and visit her. But no, it was just the simple shepherds. But she did discover that there were angels that had sent them there. Let's just read their story. Luke 2, verses 8 to 20. That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to, to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that's happened, which the Lord has told us about. 
they hurried to the village and they found Mary and Joseph and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. You can picture the shepherds pouring out their experience uh, of the angels to Mary and Joseph. You can imagine them saying, yeah, yeah, look, we were just sitting there. We were sitting there just around the fire. We were sharing a few stories, you know, just a normal evening when suddenly this angel appeared. And after him, a whole load of angels. And they were singing. And they told us that your baby is the Savior, the Messiah. And if we were to go and look in the town and we find a baby, this baby has to be lying in a manger. And that is how we found you. There he is, lying in a manger. Well, certainly, the shepherd's night turned out quite differently from what they were expecting. And I think Mary and Joseph's night was rather different from what they were expecting too. This is the true story of Christmas. And it's because of the birth of Jesus that we celebrate this day. Today is Jesus' birthday. Certainly, that day may not have actually been the 25th of December, I admit to that. But this is the day that we celebrate. And you know what? The reason that we share gifts is because God gave this great gift of Jesus, his son, to us. The reason that we sing is because the angels sang glory to God in the heavens. The reason that we all gather together and receive visitors is because Jesus had visitors. The reason we celebrate is because this event is so worth celebrating. This baby named Jesus was sent by God to be the savior of the world. A baby right now, but to grow up to be a man who would willingly give up his life on a cross so that every one of us might individually find forgiveness for every sin that we have committed. John 3, 16 and 17, which is quite familiar, but says this, For this is how God loved the world, that he gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his Son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. You know, we can each receive this forgiveness by asking Jesus to come into our lives and to forgive us. Not only to forgive us, but to give us the power to live life the way that God wants us to live our lives. This gift from God is completely free, yet it's totally priceless. This gift is available to everyone who will receive it. If you will open your life up, and let God come in, then I think you will find this Christmas will turn out quite differently from what you may have expected. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today. Amen. 
Thank you for listening to this message from Bromley Town Church. You are always welcome to visit us on a Sunday morning or join us again for more messages here online. You can also stay connected with us at www.bromleytownchurch.com.